when we enter herein with all humility and a deeper need of understanding, we allow the Almighty Mothers to enter into this circle by the entrance of an eternal happiness, of a divine prosperity, of a perfect joy, of an abundant charity, and of an eternal salutation. Let all the demons fly from this space, especially those who are opposed unto this work. We allow the fierce openers of the way sent by the Divine Ones to assist and protect this circle, denying entry to discord and strife. Magnify and extend our capacity for revelation, O Mighty Mothers, as we walk in truth and righteousness in your most sacred names, and bless our conversation and our assembly. Sanctify, O Mothers, our humble entry herein. You, the blessed and holy ones of eternal ages. The Lost War. Everybody knows that blacks were brought to America, North America, South, and Central during the infamous prisoner of war trade. But what seems to escape most who discuss this topic is that we would never have been here had we been victorious in arms. We lost a war. That is why we are here. The firepower of the white men is what got us here. Not their cleverness, intelligence, or their pale color, but their guns. And I will add their ruthlessness. To this day, it is their guns that have kept us subjugated terrorized and cowardly. This lack of comprehension of the doctrine and philosophy of war is the sole reason these whites have been able to keep us in check. We have had only eight men who have tried to explain this to us. And the author goes on to name the men. Everybody else has been busy trying to inoculate and brainwash the blacks with a decrepit theory called nonviolence, which simply translates as non-action in the midst of deadly violence. People who refuse to organize themselves for violence deserve death because they have not made any move to protect themselves. I always thought self-preservation was the first of nature's law, not nonviolence. To preach a philosophy of nonviolence in America is self-deceiving. America is the most violent nation on earth. It is the only nation where white men periodically freak out and commit mass murders. 
This kind of phenomenon is peculiar to the white American who is raised on gun culture. No race enjoys killing and practicing terror tactics more than these passionless killers. If the victims are black, it is even more enjoyable because all we are going to do is march, picket, or protest, but never bring death to these psychopathic dogs. We can never acquit ourselves as men as long as we allow men to continue the institutionalization of the murder of our race. This is from the Scythians, The White Race in Antiquity and the Philosophy and Doctrine of War by Dennis James Watson. I'm beginning with this book because I want to go into the history of the people we call white people. Not because this is about white people, but this podcast, these sessions are about learning about who we are. Most melanated people in America believe that our history began with slavery. And before that, we were in the jungle trying to figure out our head from our asshole. And this magical, angelic being in, in the form of a white man came and rescued us. This is far from the truth. And in fact, the opposite of the truth. But we cannot cure this addiction to white people, to the white culture, until we learn not only who we are, but who they are, who they were, and who they continue to be. They have adopted everyone else's culture and put their face on it. The only culture they do not embrace is their own. Outwardly, although they continue to manifest in their behavior who they are, they can never get away from that. So this is not about hating white people or attacking white people or being angry. This is about knowledge, observation, study. Again, we need to release this addiction and stop upholding this culture of violence and death that plagues the world. The more we uphold this system, the more we get dragged down with it. There are ways to release the addiction to white culture, and we are tackling one way right now. So let's start. Who is this white race? Well, there's a French explorer or whatever his title is that discovered when looting one of our ancient 
Holmes discovered that his race, the white race, was created. And as you study yourself and you listen to your ancestors, to your creators, to your mother, they will tell you the same thing. It is bull that that black people went into coal areas and became white people. It's asinine. Please explain the Eskimos. Why are the Eskimos not white? Explain the Eskimos if living in the coal produces white people. One of the issues we have is that we use the information that white people feed us and run with it. Even when we're saying that they are incorrect, we keep repeating their unscientific, unfactual information. And one is that everybody came out of Africa. And while this may be somewhat true, I offer that there are different origins of different people and that some people were created by the original people. In other words, black people did not turn into white people, but they were responsible for the creation of white people, a creation that we still suffer from to this day. But let's get into The Scythians by Dennis James Watson. And this book is easily purchased. Just search and I will leave a link as I usually do. But I'll just read chapter one and some parts of uh, different chapters that I find interesting but if you're interested in the book the entire book by all means purchase it let's get into it chapter one origin of the white race where do white people come from Europe most people assume that whites are from Europe the blacks say that they are from the caves of Europe Let's look at this. The theory that the oldest human beings were what in America would be called blacks is supported by the fact that the oldest known entire human skeletons so far discovered are Negroid as the Grimaldis of Europe. Skeletons may be seen in the Paris Museum of Anthropology and the Museum of Monaco and whose relics may be found from Italy to Russia and as far north as Britain and Scandinavia. And that's something to think about. Why are most of the artifacts in museums of African or some indigenous culture? Why are those the most highly prized, sought after, stolen artifacts in the world? African can't enjoy most relics because it's in someone else's museums and they refuse to return 
the stolen relics. Because of course they make up laws or ideas to support their theft. For instance, oh, since a certain amount of time has passed, it belongs to us now. There's always something. Continuing, Sergi of Europe of Rome denied that there was a European race. European man, he said, was African man changed by the effects of European environment. And again, I say that's not true. Always keep in mind the Eskimos. The European man was created by the African. And even to use the word Africa would just place us in one area of the planet when the melanated people inhabited the entire planet. The planet was entirely melanated. Everything that could possibly be created or thought of had its birth with the melanated people. And yet the environment was not destroyed. Now, if the oldest human skeletons found in Europe are of black people, we must of necessity look elsewhere for the origins of the white race. There is really no need to dwell on whether the whites come from Europe. For example, the British do not claim to have built Stonehenge as we claim to have built the pyramids. A people prior to the British built Stonehenge. No, the whites are not from Europe. De Olivet, the famed Frenchman, whose bold work the Hebraic tongue restored, a classic on another level, as is his insightful The Golden Verses of Pythagoras, certainly ranks him as one of the more learned of the whites. He has this to say concerning the origin of the whites. I shall fix across the obscurity of centuries the moment when the white race of which we are a part came to appear upon the scene of the world. At this epoch, of which I seek later to determine a date, the white race was still weak, savage, without laws, without arts, without cultivation of any sort, destitute of memories, and too devoid of understanding even to conceive a hope. It inhabited the environs of the boreal pole where it had its origin. The black race, more ancient than the white, was dominant upon the earth and held the scepter of science and power. It possessed all of Africa and the greater part of Asia, where it had enslaved and restrained the yellow race, as I have just said, the white race which was only springing up, wondered about the environs of the Boreal. In developing his theme and speaking of the wanderings of the white race, the Olivet says, And marching ever onward from north to south of Europe, they arrived on the shore of that sea, which has since been aptly called the Black Sea, although this name belonged formerly to all the extent of waters in general which bathe the south of Europe on account of the black people who possessed it. As by a contrary reason, 
That part of the ocean which surrounds Europe and Asia on the side of the Boreal Pole is called the White Sea. This also brings to mind the Black Prince in Europe. And I was watching a documentary where the narrator was saying they don't know why they call him the Black Prince. And and it's simply because white people refuse to even acknowledge that possibility that he was called the Black Prince because he was a prince who was black. As simple as that. And actually, this can be proved by who his mother was. And I'll give you one guess who the black prince's mother was. I've always wondered about how these two bodies of water came by their names. Further west of the Black Sea is Bulgaria. As for the Bulgars, that word itself means the black people. A visitor to this part of Eastern Europe cannot help but be struck by the Negroid facial features of many of the inhabitants. These whites from the north, having learned through their interpreters that the Sudines, blacks, gave themselves the titles of Atlanteans, that is to say, masters of the universe, chose that of Celts, heroes, and knowing besides that on account of the white color of their skins, they had been given the offensive name of Skinsians. They designated their enemies by the expressive names Pelagians, that is to say, tan skins. You should also notice that the name Pelops from the Peloponnesus is derived, signifies black land. It was the name of Greece while occupied by the Pelagis, or black people. Our enemies, the Skinsians of modern times, would like to imagine this idle speculation, but the section of, of the text on Greece will put any end to all dreaming. A quick glance at a map reveals that the White Sea is territorially part of Russia. Now, the whites of Western Asia, called Europe, have always had designs of conquering or destroying Russia. This, I think, exemplifies the destructive or death principle that whites symbolize on the earth plane, just as blacks symbolize the creative or life principle and want to embrace Africa, the motherland, with love. The whites, too, want to return home to Mother Russia, but their message is death. You can verify this. For the longest time growing up, I had this image of Russian women being just obese, unattractive women with big moles on their faces. You see the conditioning that TV can do. The media was always conditioned us to believe that Russia was this place of just pure evil. Why are they at war with their homeland? Why are they constantly at war? Why are they so warlike? And we can go back even further and pinpoint 
Why? Make no mistake about it, these Scythians are a dread race, having gone so far as to poison the very air itself, the breath of God. The earth, which holds all creatures great and small without complaint, is also being poisoned. The waters of the earth are also under attack. Consequently, it is naive for blacks to believe that whites plot only for our destruction because they are waging a war against creation itself. This territorial imperative that whites have for Russia or Asia proper have also been noticed by other writers. But consequently, the fact that we have long been accustomed to regard Central Asia as the homeland of the Mongolian or Mongolian people, it is interesting to observe that the skeleton material found at a news shows that the people of this area definitely belong to the Caucasus or white group of races. Let's note too about um, attacking the earth. You can never win against nature or earth. The earth, this planet. We talk about people waging war or disrespecting the earth. Know this fact. Nature is not weak. Have you not noticed? You cannot win against nature. From their very beginning, the white race viewed nature and still views nature as hostile. Listen to the words they use. They're always trying to overcome, defeat, wage war against nature. They're always in battle with their environment, everything around them. They're fearful of everything. But you cannot control or subjugate or defeat nature. Again, we find that according to Greek tradition, the earliest known inhabitants of southern Russia were a people known as the Chimerians. Then little is known. It is quite possible that the Chimerians were distantly related to the Scythians and were originally immigrants from Central Asia. The Chimerians were succeeded in history by the Scythians proper. It is clear from the Greek chronicles that these Scythians originally dwelt in northern Turkestan and set upon their migration only because of the pressure extended by some of their neighbors. Their interest upon the threshold of recorded history takes place when they moved out of Turkestan and in turn drove out the Chimerians, making themselves the masters of the steeps, lands of southern Europe. I don't want to skim over this part about they set up on their migration only because of pressure extended by some of their neighbors. This is a key fact because at some point white people were brought into the fold so to speak but their barbaric behavior caused so many problems that they had to be ostracized they had to be put out of normal society because they were causing so many problems and that's why many of them were driven to these colder areas where they could not infect people with their behaviors, some of which we'll get to. 
Remember, you still have these great black civilizations, these nations, not tribes, these nations of black people all over the world. And now you have this influx of barbarians that are causing problems in society. The author goes on to describe the area that the Scythians occupied and says that this geographic position gave these whites, just as it does the Russians today, the strategic position to attack both Europe and Asia, and history records that they have done exactly that. The incursions that these savage hordes made on the civilized worlds can be readily observed in the histories of Babylon, Medea, Macedonia, India, and of course Rome. Certain writers claim that these whites also vied for power in Egypt on the oppressive reign of the shepherd kings, as they were called, but this seems doubtful, and I agree with this. But there was a period where the Egyptians were ashamed, highly ashamed, that a certain group of people took over for about a hundred years. Getting back to Russia as the home of the white race, Britain says the most completely white communities are found among the Slavic populations of southern and central Russia. Their hair is colorless and their complexion so near dead white that one anthropologist has selected the vast Roketno swamps as their original home of the white race, which he thinks arose by endemic albinism. I'm just going to keep pushing that whites are not albino blacks in that case we would not continue to have black albinos and black albinos can have black babies and there are white albinos so you really have to start thinking and stop just accepting things people say I heard a a black speaker say something about Asian people get their eyes from the direction the wind is blowing. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and I was wondering if he really believed what he was saying. And if the people listening to him was even believing that BS. That if it blew to the west, your eyes were slanted this way, and it blew to the east, your eyes were another way. Incredible that a so-called intelligent people will try to feed that to other people. Okay, let's skip ahead to uh, the part where he says, Mother Russia, isn't that what they call her? Evidently, the mother is more progressive ideologically than her scattered children who seem intent on destroying her. Astrologers say that Russia is governed through the sign Aquarius and that this is the reason for the progressive outlook, Aquarius being a sign that can see ahead. Russian interests in space and parapsychology also bear this out. And before I end this discussion on Russia as the ancient home of the white race, let me say that in a more remote period, remote period, blacks also occupied this particular country. I know people are saying, oh, black people want to claim everything. But the fact is, melanated people who are listening and non-melanated people who are listening, this planet was a melanated planet till somebody had the idea to create 
of being devoid of melanin, which was a cruel thing to do for so many reasons. And we are still paying for this experiment. So in the next segment, I'm going to continue with the Scythians, the white race in antiquity and the philosophy and doctrine of war. But we're going to go into some of the customs of this race of people. So we're going to begin to build up a profile of these people that we are so addicted to, to break the addiction, become the people that we were meant to be, and begin to once again lead the way in science, art, and by art I mean music, anything creative. We can also stop accepting this trash that they pump to us and often through us because that melanin is power. I don't care if it's something that's beneficial or not. Having that black energy in it is just powerful. And what some of these people are doing for a quick buck is to their own detriment, no longer to our detriment because we're getting off that bus So join me for the next segment as we continue to get to the roots or close to the roots as possible to the Scythians or the white race so we can release ourselves from mental, spiritual, physical bondage and begin to learn who we are as an individual, as a community, as a nation, as a civilization. We can then connect with the earth, this planet again, and watch everything come alive again, or we can die trying to uphold this system which does not uphold us. It is your choice. With that, we are whole and complete.